1: What's up, Cuse Nation? This is Sean alongside with TJ here. Thanks for tuning in to the Cuse Nation podcast. We can be found on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cuse Nation podcast. Uh, Sorry, we're a couple days late. Coming off of a 22-point win against BU. Um, Finally won in the right column. Finally won in the right column after a little slide. um, And... Um, you know, let's be honest, you know, it's B-U. Yeah, more
3: like P-U. But
1: <laughs> well, we've, we've also, we've played them a bunch that I didn't know about, actually. That's They've right. But they did beat us. They beat us once. I think they beat us, I think they're, they're one for six. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, um, you know, we had kind of like the... I mean, roles reverse a little bit. We got it. We got probably one of our highs. Points in the paint was up to twenty four, while we kept them down to sixteen, and that's because of um, Hankerson. I mean, this dude nailed, oh went ten for twenty from behind the arc, and it just—I mean, it's only fifty percent, but it feels like every time he launched the ball up, they were going in. Yeah. And Jeez, so, like
3: I was killing us.
1: Yeah, he scored thirty-four points. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, well, what are you going to do? Yeah, play defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you can like, oh, they, start there. Well, they did play defense on some um, some long shots, and they got they caught two uh, fouls during a three-point shot. Fouls.
3: Yeah. Right.
1: I got two of those. So I mean, you know, you kind of get a little. If you're getting yanked on those, you know, because it's kind of – those are kind of hard to come by. They don't get called much. So, yeah. Um, so, wait, how, many, how many points did they have in the paint it, all together? 16. And we had
3: 24. Okay. Well, of those 16, they had 12 of those. BU had 12 of those in the first half. So they did something to finally slow them down.
1: Yeah, well, the first half was tight. And then they finally, Syracuse finally just started catching fire. I mean, I think they pulled away in the first half. They only pulled away by like eight at one point. And then yeah. they, they got the gap closed on them. And then, you know, second half comes out a little tiny bit sluggish, but, you know, at home with the crowd. And finally, they they started to control the pace of that game in the second half and just pulled away. Now, I'm not sitting here behind this microphone. I'm going to act like it's some big, huge um, feat to uh, beat BU. But, I mean, they played better. They were making their shots. I mean, so.
3: And they had had two players off the bench score combined 45 points. Where was that the last few games?
1: That's crazy. I think they even had some walk-ons score, uh, one of them yeah bell yeah so uh, <laughs> so um <laughs> um the the um field goal percentage was above fifty fifty one point six and and yeah. and threes were at forty three um call it forty four forty three point eight um so john gillen was a beast from behind and there he are. was he was he was a beast, and i would say well, you know white didn't do too bad either he just wasn't he wasn't chalking up a ton of threes he went five for nine though yeah um
3: he's just he's just been the consistent one of the bunch yeah scoring points wise
1: no he hit he has been between him and daewon coleman who Dayon coleman he didn't even play mm. that much he didn't yeah. even get a
3: lot of minutes he only had nine minutes two
1: points yeah he, I don't know if he started either. I didn't notice it. Yeah, it he started. He did start. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, Andrew White with 31 points. Uh, he went five for nine, like I mentioned. And you mentioned Gillen, who did beast it. He had the hot hand in the first half, for sure. Yep. And um, although he only went, you know, six for seven <laughs> <laughs> uh, from behind the arc, um, he had some, you know, seven for nine inside. So... He did good. I mean, 28 points. So Yeah. um, Like I said, though, I mean, the largest lead of the game, we won by 22, but the largest lead was 33 points at one time. Right. About halfway through the second half. So, and only two fast break points. But, I mean, you know, I think it's, you always want to say it's coming together after a good game, but, I mean, you got to consider your your opponent. And it was tight in the first half. So, a little sloppy, too. But um, anyway, you have anything else about that game? Oh, let's pick a player of the game. Who do who do you got for player of the game?
3: I gotta go with Gillen. He's been MIA for the past few few games, and he shows up, scores twenty three points off the bench.
1: Yeah, I I'm with you there. Um, you know White scored thirty one, but you know he he's no he's White playing, scored
3: nineteen.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, thirty one. He had thirty one <laughs> minutes. You're right. I'm sorry. Um, and you know. That's really, that's kind of low. That's low minutes for him, too. Yeah. You know, but anyway, um, yeah, so I guess we'll move on from that. So um, I just wanted to do something real quick. I found this app I thought was super cool. It's called Tunity. Now, if you're ever in uh, any kind of situation at a bar watching the game, you get you take this app, you open the app up, you... Um, line up the TV with it. If you're in a bar, you can't hear the TV. Line up the TV with it and it'll scan it and it'll actually start playing um the audio through your phone live from that TV. So if you're ever Now, of course in Syracuse. Yeah, you're going you to get the audio. You're going to get the audio, but it's <laughs> no matter not where you are. Exactly, you know, but I'm not in Syracuse and TJ's not in Syracuse. So, um, you know, every time we go to a bar to watch a game, it's like, hey, man, can you put the Syracuse game on? <laughs> so uh, feel our pain. But you can use it for anything. You can use it for um, football. Use it for the NFL. Yeah. Use it for whatever you want. So I anyways. think it's got
3: a list of all the channels that it's compatible with. So,
1: Oh, really? Just make I...
3: sure it's live.
1: Yeah, make sure it's if live. If it's not
3: live, it's going to be like, oh, we don't know what you're doing.
1: Yeah, basically. Because if it's not live and you're not scanning it live, it has no idea. Right. So, um, now uh, I guess that's it. That's it for, for BU. You had something on some, some fun fact stuff for BU. Let's hear it. Yeah. Okay. So some famous
3: alumni that, uh, went there are, uh, Julianne Moore, the actress. She was like in hunger games and a ton of movies.
1: Okay. I know. Um, I know. Who Howard Stern. Howard Stern went to BU. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, Leonard Nimoy. Oh, uh, uh the spot guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How cool is that? Yeah, I mean that's cool for BU. Yeah.
3: And then also at uh BU there's a bridge which is the only spot in America where a plane can fly over a car during driving over a plane or driving over a train, traveling over a boat.
1: So there's <laughs> a train tracks that go over a river and then a bridge that goes over the train tracks. Yeah.
3: And then a plane, yeah, a plane goes over the bridge.
1: <laughs> Has it ever happened? I don't know. I'm not sure. I would say that should be one of those things that you make happen. Yeah. You know and, um, I mean? oh, sorry. No, go.
3: I was just saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and so <laughs> in 1917, the Boston Terrier became BU's official mascot. Isn't that kind of funny? Like a, a Boston Terrier, like a little yippy dog? Uh, yeah, that's their team, the Terriers. Yeah. That's just kinda of funny. But I bro, guess we don't really have any room bro, for oranges bro
1: oranges, bro. <laughs> That's true. What the A boss carrier could tear up an orange. <laughs> yeah, dude. Come on. You 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 grew up with all the orange juice analogies and the, you know, squirting analogies and all the rest of it. So you know <laughs> we have no space to talk on that. Yeah. So with that, let's um you got is that it?
3: Yeah, I think I think that's all the time we need to spend on P U or BU, PU,
1: PU, PU. Um <laughs> the, the ACC is shaping up a little bit of the same. Uh Duke, ten and one, Florida State, ten and one, North Carolina, ten and one, Louisville, nine and one. Um Dame nine and one and then Virginia eight and one and then the rest is, you know, what you go down to Wake Forest is um our Pittsburgh's the first eight and two team, and then you know you land down towards where we are. It's like six and three, Georgia Tech's five and three, and then Boston College is four and five. So a lot of work, man. I can't wait for conference play because I feel like that we're going to be competitive come conference play. I I do, I do, I, do, I really do. I'm not yeah. just saying that, but I th- we will shape up to be competitive. Now, are we going to beat North Carolina and in, in in Duke this year? I mean, I Louisville for that matter? I don't know. But we can get up into the top five. We can, we can, we can get up to the top five. UVA is not the same team they were last year, and we beat them. Yeah, you know, and no one thought we could do it. So, um, that's how that's shaping up. So, looking ahead here at Georgetown. Um, well, actually, before we go to Georgetown, speaking of conference play, um, we're gonna have a third voice on the program, most likely, once conference conference play starts. And uh, fair warning, he's a Duke fan, so I figure we'll have some fun, some dissenting voices here on the Origination podcast. It'll be me, Sean, TJ, and Ryan. He'll get a name on the banner and all the rest. So um, just a programming update. Uh, Now, looking at Georgetown, um, they suck, quite frankly. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're worse than, than Syracuse is, and I don't think they have half the talent. So, um, they've got... now. well, they did beat Oregon they,
3: when they were number 13.
1: Okay, but what Oregon's not even ranked anymore. I don't think so. I don't think they are, dude. They beat... Oh, no, yeah. No, they, they, they are. No, they, are. they third, are. No, 22nd. Yeah, okay, they are. Um, they they lost against Wisconsin. That was the other ranked team they played. Mm-hmm. Um, And they got beat by uh, Arkansas State. So... I mean, I don't know, man. I yeah. don't know. Well, there's, there's um, what's his name there? Uh, Pryor, who is, you know, he's this is another guy on, on an opposing team that's hot from behind the arc. And we tend to actually, um, people really obliterate us from behind, even mediocre teams that are good behind the arc tend yeah. to score, tend to have really good luck against the zone. Um, I mean, obviously they're taking a lot of them, um, especially if they can score with them. You know, that's all it's going to take for 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 an explosion to happen. So we're going to have to be fighting Pryor. He's going to be throwing up the three ball. He's um, thirty two for sixty one on the year, so he's just over just over fifty percent, fifty two percent, something like that. So, and he's a good free throw shooter. This year he's he's eighty three percent from from the uh, charity stripe. So, wow. you know, yeah, this is a guy we don't want to follow. And we don't, well, we definitely don't want to follow him behind the, behind the arc. And you know, he's going to, he's going to drive to the basket too. There's no doubt about it. So, and you don't want to be putting him on the line. So taking a look up, look at this matchup between the orange and the Hoyas, they score a lot of points. They've had a lot of easy opponents, but they score a ton of points. They're getting into the upper nineties, you know, multiple times this year so besides that they're really you know free throw percentage is hot we mentioned that with prior yeah
3: we don't want to get into a free throw uh, match with them
1: no we don't because they're 19th and this is national 19th and we're 259th
3: (laughs) and our uh, three point percentage we're pretty close also 65th for them and we're 23rd so
1: yeah, which is, I mean, sixty fifth is nothing to shake a stick at. I mean, we're twenty third, but we could go. We can go cold in a heartbeat. We, it, it, you know, everybody knows how the orange roll. So <laughs> that's how that goes. Um, their their turnover assist turnover ratio is one fifty six. Though we're eleventh, yeah. and um, that's
3: one thing we do need to start doing more is when we when we steal the ball. Actually, we need to steal the ball more. But Syracuse is known for points off turnovers. You know, yeah, the fast we break. Need, yeah, we need to start capitalizing on those they, if we're going to beat quality opponents.
1: Yeah, they've lived off the fast break. I mean, that's one of that's why when I when I always when I'm always talking about tempo and how Syracuse needs to control the tempo of these games, that is the key to winning because they when they do that, that's what they're known for. And when they do that. It, it confuses teams it frustrates teams just take a look at the last uh, the, the that 2 minutes when they did the full court press last year on UVA they yeah. can they controlled the tempo they made them move faster than they wanted to when you're making a team move faster than they want to they're taking bad shots they're making bad passes and they're they I mean they're discombobulated you throw them all off so it's it's important to control the tempo, and you're right, they're not they're not scoring a lot of points off of turnovers. There hasn't been a ton of fast breaks. I mean, you look at you know last year we did we actually did really good. The fast breaks weren't that bad last year.
3: Yeah, and With the, yeah. Trevor Cooney and Benajay just stealing the ball, and one of them's up there and getting the fast break layup. So yeah, so something we're missing this year.
1: Yeah, you know, I mean. It's early. I think Georgetown, though, I will say this. You know, we look at Georgetown. We're kind of poo-pooing Georgetown, but they're going to be a tough – it's going to be a tough matchup. Would we, love, would we love to just crush them? Absolutely. Yes. We would love to crush them. And I'm telling you, it's possible. But um, – Yeah, know. and
3: I don't really like how close our all-time series is with them. So in 91 games, we've beat them 49 times to 42. So they're forty two. Forty
1: nine to forty
3: two. Yeah. So if we win one more, we got fifty wins on them. That's good. Oh, and by the close. way,
1: we're Beheim's we're down to nine. So this would be eight. Oh, yeah. There this would can. be one nine or nine ninety two, right? Asterisk. Aster. <laughs> um so I mean, that's looking ahead. There's not a whole lot to say. It's gonna be a classic big east rivalry. Um, and you know, that's I love that though. I love yeah. that. Even though you get a little nervous about these games, I was extremely nervous about the UConn game, but you get a little nervous about these games, but you get that old-school feel to it. And that's what it's all about. And I think we can beat them, and I think we will beat them. Do you want to guess the score, TJ? The high-scoring game. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say... Let's go with
3: 75-70 Qs.
1: 75-70 Qs. I'm going to go... I'm going to go... 82-70 Syracuse.
3: Wow, twelve point win.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, I think you can. Wow. Do it. I, think I
3: could can use do it. one of those games, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, we just had one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I a guess gu- against a good against a, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got you. So, anything on anything left on Georgetown? Yeah, I got some fun facts for Georgetown. All right, go ahead.
3: Um, some alumni: Bill Clinton and oh, uh, good old Bradley Cooper.
1: Oh, really? Bar- Bradley Cooper? Yeah. I didn't know that.
3: Um, they've also had some really good speakers um there. Well, I, really good in quotations. Um Barack Obama. <laughs> oh yeah, and well, it's right down Kevin the road. Kevin Spacey. Eh? Yeah.
1: But was Kevin Spacey being Kevin Spacey or was he Frank Underwood? <laughs>
3: I being... mean, no idea. I couldn't tell you.
1: All right, is that no. it? It's in a hellhole. I mean, it's DC, dude. So yeah, I mean that was so really. Cool. A,
3: there wasn't too much interesting things on it. There's really and I don't not. want to say too many good things about George Sean anyway. So
1: exactly. <laughs> um. So all right, with that, uh, quick episode here. Just trying to get you caught up. Um. Want to let you know we're gonna have another host on soon. We're gonna get the whole format's gonna change a little bit, and we're just gonna try to keep it to a half hour. But, um. We'll have a Duke fan on. It should be fun. It should be interesting. And he's my brother, full disclosure. it's my brother. <laughs> and he grew up in Syracuse with me. And he's still in Syracuse. So uh, that's it. All right. Hey, give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Orange Nation Podcast. And for TJ, I'm Sean. We're out. We should see you next Saturday, hopefully.
3: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate? Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire?
1: You need Indeed.
3: The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way? (laughs) Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.
2: Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It
0: doesn't get any better than this.
4: Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive. And start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax. The way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole?